Hi, I'm Colin Whiting. And I'm Dave Wagner. And this is My Mother the Podcast. Today, in this seemingly never-ending quarantine in which we live. Still doing it. Sure are. We're talking about... Well, first of all, this is My Mother the Podcast, which Colin said, but it should be re-emphasized that it's My Mother the Podcast, <laughs> not Your Mother the Podcast. My so Mother. Don't you fucking talk shit so don't, about her. Don't! Don't do it. Just keep it to yourself. Right. We're going to be talking about the Weird Al show. Yes. And that thing ran from September to, to December, which is what you want, in 1997. Uh, we are trying to get blood from a stone here on My Mother <laughs> the Podcast. <laughs> Now, Colin, hi. Hi. I think that's how I'm going to greet everyone from now on, is I'm going to start it with now. Like, now, Jeffrey, hi. Now, Donald, what's going on with this COVID? He doesn't know. Nobody does. Just kidding. He knew in January and he didn't do anything. (laughs) 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 Owned. Now it hurts. It sure does. Still inside. Oh, yeah. Also, he might have known in November. Uh, owned pranks um the other day (laughs) my wife and i were like going over finances and it was like um you know uh david uh tiffany will actually have it easier uh if if uh you die first and i was like owned (laughs) (laughs) well you just made my evening plans buddy yeah um first of all on this What's episode, it like having finances to go over? By the way, it's. Uh, I mean, we're we're kind of we're, we're kind of polishing that stone. We're trying to get blood out of here. To be honest, <laughs> polishing that me, thing it's real hard. Like, the money comes in and then the money goes away, and it sort of resolves its own problem. There used to be money here. Now there's not. There used to be, and now there's not. But then in a couple of weeks there'll be money again. But then it goes away. Do, is it connected to your labor? Do you think? I, it might it might also be connected to my landlord. Oh, oh, yes. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, we live in a very expensive part of the world. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, and and it's good that we do because we get to see so much of it right now. I know. I get to go outside and see all the museums, the lovely parks, eat at the fine restaurants that are in town. You get to here. see the doors of those museums if oh. you want. What lovely doors. I can't stand next to anyone while I look at them, no. but, you know. Now, basically what we do here on My Mother the Podcast. Yeah. Is. Bitch about staying inside because of the virus. We do that. Yeah. And we will for quite a while because this stay-at-home order is going for quite a bit here. Yeah, I got another month of working from home minimum. Yep, same. At least. <sighs> Probably take me through my entire current job. We'll see. Yeah. <laughs> So what else What else do we do on this show? But we also, we dig up the refuse of television. The things that only lasted one season or less. And we find out what happened there. 
We're like archaeologists, kind of, except, like, no one respects us or gives us yeah. any money for it. Right. Like, actually, so exactly like archaeologists. Like archaeologists. Yeah! Yeah! Yeah, yeah that was uh, good shit. You know, one man's trash is another man's treasure, though, and sometimes we do find a little diamond in the rough, like Manimal. It happens maybe once every ten shows, I think. Yeah, and it sure happened... Well, mm, no. Now, no, it's been a while. If... You are a newcomer to this show. First of all, I'm sorry because this is loose as hell. And second of all, <laughs> I apologize for nothing. Second of all, since this pandemic started, we've wanted to do more episodes because we kind of want to like socialize more, I think. <laughs> and remember that thing about how I was going to go outside and do things? No, 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 no. But yeah, so uh, we've been making more episodes, but to do that, we've had to watch fewer shows. So, meaning, we watch one episode now of each of these shows instead of the standard five. You'll like it and love it. You guys always, you always say, we want more episodes. Well, now you got them. You got them. That's right. We're here to complain about the virus and our fans. Yup. We're starting <laughs> off really good here. <laughs> just never forget, I hate every single one of you. The other thing about sandwiches is that when people just put mustard on it, what if I don't want the mustard? <laughs> um, first of all, the first thing I want to say about the Weird Al show, which, how many minutes are we in here? Five? Um, uh, yeah. Yeah, the first thing I want to say about the Weird Al show is I want to apologize for ever referring to any other show derisively as random. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah. holy shit this uh this the this this episode that we watched has to to say that the plot hangs by a thread is to do a disservice to threads everywhere because threads hold clothing together and and seal up the thread is an is, excellent invention and this show on the other hand boy it, it's it's the plot of the show is meaningless yeah and i'm like I'm 100% sure every other episode was like this. Sure, but, like, I, I, I mean, something like Saturday Night Live that is also random and that one sketch has nothing to do with the previous one, it, it, it doesn't pretend like there's a through line. This one's it trying desperately yeah, to pretend there's it, a thread. This doesn't even do sketches. Like, this is just, <laughs> like, him saying stuff and then moving on to doing another thing. It's a weird halfway between... I don't understand of... what it is. It's like a halfway zone between sketch comedy and, and, and bits, but also just like a stand-up comedian's routine. And also just like, what it, honestly, what it reminded me of was a prop comic who had all of his props taken away and just has to fill a 20-minute slot. This episode, coincidentally, this episode's about him getting robbed, so he doesn't yeah. have his props. But Weird Al is not a prop comic, so I don't think it really mattered. And despite being robbed, he still has a bunch of props. There's a Corvette gag, a pita bread gag. They're all still prop gags. <laughs> Everything still is still prop a prop comedy gag. From a noted non-prop comedian. Now, let's let's back up a little bit here. Yes, let's. And say, do you like the Weird Al? Do you, do you like him as a person? I I do. I liked him a lot when I was a kid, like, you know, pre, pre-teen years, really. Uh, kind of fell off the wagon a little bit, but I think he's actually really nicely made the transition to, uh, I don't think he's trying to be super funny nowadays. I think he's just trying to be one of those sort of 
a guy who's got his little finger in every little pie and is kind of making a little light joke, and I kind of appreciate that. People are going to eat those pies, Al. Get your finger <laughs> out of there. But, like, let me just go over, like, you know, for our, for our younger listeners. Um, <laughs> Weird Al is a man who wears goofy Hawaiian shirts and giant glasses. He kind of has, like, a stepdad mustache. If you can picture that. And he has a perm, like a very large perm. And he used to sing parodies of songs that were of varying degrees of creativity. (laughs) Um, Still does. Every every young boy of a certain age had a Weird Al period, I think. I, I, I distinctly remember annoying the hell out of my mom by repeatedly listening to some of those and do you know do you want to know why it annoyed your mom so much why did it annoy my mom so much because it's really annoying (laughs) yeah uh i mean this is the problem with parody songs in general and weird al is kind of the paradigm of parody songs they're maybe funny once and then it's that's the joke yes and like okay do you i will still laugh at that amish paradise video off gangsters paradise oh sure every single time i see it sure just because there are so many identifiable things about that original video that are very very fun to mock i also like the uh, the white and nerdy video is also a classic with with tons of fun stuff in it and every once in a while like you know he'll he'll hit on something that'll register in the public consciousness like his nirvana parody i think did pretty well yeah, um, the uh, smells. What was it? Smells like Teen Spirit. Smells like was, Nirvana. Uh, I think is what yes, the song was yes. called, and it was just basically about how no one could understand what Kurt Cobain was saying. And it has some funny lines in it. Yeah. Um. But I think the best thing about Weird Al, and we'll see if you back me up on this or if you're wrong, um, is UHF the movie. You know, I have not seen UHF in so many years that I am very reluctant to give an opinion on it. I, I, the first time I saw it, I was kind of eh about it. I think it might have aged well, but maybe it not. did. Um, we watched it a few months ago, I think, and okay. we enjoyed the hell out of it. So yeah, UHF, All watch right. that. It's probably <laughs> the most, um, the only thing you need for Weird Al anymore. Yeah, I think if you haven't heard some of the more famous parodies, they're worth a listen just to know what other people are talking about, including um, some of the early ones, like uh, Another One Rides a Bus or Fat. I mean, those are kind of standards, I guess. Fat is kind of like the nadir of the Weird Al parody, where it's like, yeah, the original song was bad, but what if it was about being fat? And he just liked (laughs) to eat. He just liked to eat so much. I actually found that as I got older, the things that I enjoy the most are his little like weird polka mashups because it's basically just him doing covers of songs that was in a original. different genre. They're fun. Right. Like I'll I'll listen to a manic child play like accordion versions of pop hits. I mean, why exactly. not? Exactly. That sounds fun to me. Um it's eleven minutes in. We haven't really talked about this show at all. <laughs> Well, okay, so usually we watch the pilot when we do one episode because that makes some sense. Actually, I don't think that's even true. No, you said usually. We've only This is only the fourth time we've done it. Right, this. and we've only done that like one time, maybe? Two times? Uh, tw- two times, yeah. So usually actually kind of fits. Yes, two out of the three previous times. Now that we've had this mathematical discussion, we watched the last episode. We watched the last episode. It didn't Al matter. It didn't wrong. matter at all. You know, it, this is meaningless. This You could have watched the first one. You already know what you're getting into. 
Okay, so like it starts out, and this is just, first of all, okay, let's note that this is 1997. This is really late to have a Weird Al show. <laughs> it's like, Weird Al, I'm from the future. <laughs> I have a it show feels... for you. <laughs> <laughs> it does feel either too late or, or too early. Like, it's not quite it's late enough to late. be. But if it was later, he could have, like, gotten some nostalgia in. But instead, it's just kind of, like, weird, weird time when this, how old our th- age were kind of falling out of love with Oh, for now. sure. Yeah, and how old do you think he is here? We're not looking it up, so don't even do it. Oh, gosh. Probably late 30s? Yeah, it's late 30s, early 40s is my yeah, guess. So he guess. looks exactly like you think he's going to look. Um, like, prime Weird Al. But, like, it's been a bit since he had a hit is my recollection of 1997. I think this was right after Amish Paradise, but that was oh, kind of the first one. So that's while. how he got the cachet. Yeah, and this is the last. I mean, I think his. So he had the perm and the mustache for this show, and I think those went away pretty much right after this. Okay, like he, he went for that modern, long hair, clean shaven look. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Except where he looked exactly like Kenny G. Well. Kenny G was another man that you probably have no reason to know about. <laughs> um, so it starts out with a cartoon opening. Sort Why? of, yeah. I don't know. It's a weird mix of cartoon, clay animation, computer animation. The computer animation is really bad. It looks like one of his other music videos. Like the Dire um, Straits one, yeah. The Dire Straits one, later. I Want My MTV, yeah. Um, it's Everything's moving very, very fast. And it's an incredibly, and this will be the theme of the day, random theme song. It's yes, discussing. See, you start out trying to follow it because, you know, it's, it sounds like it's going to be a story song about, like, what the show is about. So you start out trying to follow it, and then you realize, oh, it's a parody of a story song. Get it, everyone. Yeah, see, it's... he just keeps on introducing more and more details and, like, faster and faster and faster, which is an okay joke. It's fine, but the song itself is pretty annoying. It's very high-pitched and fast. It kind of has a chipmunks feel to it almost, which was not endearing. It's so fast. Like, my brain hurt. It was that fast. And since the animation's not that great, it was sort of just like, it was very grating immediately. Yeah, I think I started to, like, stop paying attention to the story within the first few lines. Yeah, and then there's a computer-animated dental hygienist and a tater tot farm. None of which I matters at everything. all. None of which matters in the least. Um, The basics of it, I think, is just that it's Weird Al living in a cave for some reason with a pet yes. hamster. Correct. Harvey the Wonder Hamster, I believe. That's a pretty good hamster name. Yeah, I mean, as far as hamster names go. I Did you have hamsters when you were a kid? I did not. I had, had I had multiple hamsters. Wow. That I named after Ninja Turtles. What'd you do to them? They all died, Colin. Wow. They died on your watch, Dave. They died it, on your watch. It this is like this is how I as a child was introduced to death as a concept. <laughs> it was like Something's wrong with this hamster. <laughs> like no one told me this was gonna you know, happen. Ninety percent of the time hamsters move and this one's not moving. No, they all died and so quickly. <laughs> Maybe I wasn't very good with hamsters. You you do know you're supposed to feed hamsters, right? I did. I was really good to them. <laughs> now I'm feeling sad. Yeah, because you killed a bunch of hamsters. I didn't. It was probably you. 
I didn't know. So you, after the theme you. song, Billy West shouts the moral of the story at us. Yeah. Um, also, they use like the in living color font. I think yes. for for the title <laughs> screen. So that's something. But yeah, um, the, the narrator. Tell us about the narrator. Yeah. So the narrator has one gag, which is that um, every sentence that he says, he just shouts a random word so that it, everything sounds like this. Uh, it's done by Billy West, who was coming off of Ren and Stimpy at the time, uh, would later go on to voice Fry in Futurama. Much better role. Much better role. Um, Weird Al is not that different from that voice, though. Like, his no. whole thing is that he kind of talks like this. Yeah, he's a little more wacky, I guess yeah. you would say. Like, every other word is kind of weirdly emphasized. <laughs> So Dave's nailed the Weird Al impression for us. Oh, yeah, real good. <laughs> um, and he, people are always yelling in this show. Yeah, there's a lot of... Well, do you know anything about the background of the show? Should we get into that now or later? Please tell me because I know nothing. Um, did he, You might not have realized it because this show is random and crappy. This is specifically designed as a kid's show. What? And not only is it designed as a kid's show, this was picked up by CBS... Because CBS, uh, after some 1997 laws were passed, needed three hours per week of educational programming. Holy shit. This, this is, is blowing why they, my mind. This is why they shout the moral of the story at you. Because that was one of the requirements, was that the moral of the story be clear and upfront. Oh, wow. This is like when we figured out um, that seven, like that ABC family thing. Yes. Um, back with, yes. with, with Middleman. Yes. Um, this is the same same thing, and so it will not surprise you that there was a ton of meddling by CBS producers, because Aww. every time they showed them um, uh, either scripts or dailies, as the producers would be like, no, we cannot have this in front of children. So is that why nothing's funny? That's partially why nothing's funny. It's why nothing makes sense, because it's supposed to hold a kid's attention. Okay. Uh, so they kind of made it a game to see what they could sneak in past okay. the CBS censors. That is not a recipe. This is not a recipe for an entertaining show. Not at all. No. Nor is it actually educational for children oh, in God, the least, no. I should say. Nobody's learning nothing from this. Elle is literally just walking from thing to thing on the same set. Yeah. Like, just talking nonstop. Yeah, he's just breaking the fourth wall, talking to the camera um, I, in this cave set. Um, and like, he has a pet hamster and like the hamsters around doing stuff sometimes. And the cave set's super important because in the quote unquote plot of this episode, mm. he has just returned from CaveCon 3, a convention for caving enthusiasts, which is, I guess, a, a mid nineties jab at Comic-Con. I mean, that's a joke, I guess. Well, it's a joke. Uh, and he's got a bunch of souvenirs, and he's wearing a hat with a bunch of stalactites and stalagmites hanging from it, because yeah. caves. That's the joke, everybody, caves! And, oh, I'll be honest, I, I look at Weird Al when he comes on the screen, and I like him, and I don't know why. I, I think that's what I was getting at earlier when I when I was saying I like it when he's just doing a lot of little things, even though he's not super funny. I, 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 I like seeing him in stuff. And I think a good litmus test for this show is when he's going through his stuff, he asks, where is my perfectly preserved wad of Dustin Hoffman's earwax? <laughs> Do you think, if you think that's funny, 
then I mean, like this, maybe, maybe this is for you. And, I just and, think <laughs> random and move on. And really, you have to emphasize that this th- that Dustin Hoffman gag has nothing, nothing to do to with, do with anything before or after it. Dustin Hoffman will not show up later in the episode. He will not be referenced. There's not a running thread of Dustin Hoffman jokes. He's not the guest star. It is just a reference to a lot of his earwax moving along. I don't know if you remember being alive during this period, but there was... I remember going through this phase. Th- this phase of, like, just making random references was considered very funny. Yes, I mean, I yes, and, and not only this phase, but this is when people got into, right around this time, 297, was when people started really getting into Monty Python and the Holy Grail for all the wrong reasons. Yeah, now they won't shut the hell up about it. Because it's so random and funny, it's not random. But... Not at all. I don't like random things. I think that should be clear from listening <laughs> to this podcast. I think it's boring. Um... So he gets robbed. That's the that's like ostensibly the plot here is that right. everything all of his possessions are gone except all of his possessions are not gone. Um, so for the yeah, so for the remainder of the episode, we're we're basically watching Al try to entertain his new friends from CaveCon who will be watching him on TV, even though he doesn't have all of his entertaining stuff, even though he still does a bunch of stuff. It's with all stuff. prop gag still. There is an oh, I mean, here's another one. Like, the thieves strip the hamster's toy car, which is a little funny. That's, but see, I thought it was funny, too, because yeah. it's an actual joke. They didn't steal the Corvette toy. They stole the wheels and the stereo and the but, Cheryl but, Crow Yeah, CDs. yeah, that he says, add all of your Cheryl Crow tapes, and it's <laughs> random. But at least the joke there is, is is there's a normal thing we would expect. They've stolen everything, but it's it's playing with scale, right? Like... It's right, like it's a tiny little hamster car. car. That's a tiny hamster car. And why would they take that stuff? That's a real joke. Yeah. Then the hooded Avenger shows up. Yeah, he's got a superhero neighbor or something. I don't know if he's his neighbor. He's around, I though. I, he just, this is the problem with starting in episode 13. He just shows up, and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy? And then he leaves. This is a point where I write down, I have a note here. I really want there to be good jokes. <laughs> I have the hooded Avenger shows up to be boring for a while. And far too often what we're doing is we're kind of going, okay, what do we do now that this dumb bit is over? Like, And then what do we do? Yeah. There's no structure whatsoever. And I know that's the joke. I get, I get the joke. But is it a good one? <laughs> is, it, is it a funny one or is it one that you can stretch into a 22-minute episode of television? That's one thing I want you, the listener, to get out of my mother, the podcast, is, is it enough to just have a joke. No, it is not. Make, it, it, you must have a good joke. This kind of goes back to kids, right? Like, kids make up these weird jokes that have random punchlines that kids aren't are the really worst. funny. Yeah, let's just <laughs> get that right out of the way. Kids suck, and they should all, well, it's like, die. They're always getting praised for doing stuff that, like, I can do way better than them. <laughs> like, oh, good job walking, yeah. Like, they don't even walk right. And then sometimes they do stuff better than me, and how does that make me feel? Not great. Hey, I've been beaten by kids at video games so many goddamn times, I can't even tell you. I can't show my face around the old nickel arcade anymore. Do you have a- do you have an arcade? No. Oh. You lied. He's facing the situation of how to do a stuff when his stuff- how to do a show when his stuff is gone. And that's ostensibly the moral that Billy West shouted at us, was- was- 
sort of being creative or inventive to stop yourself from being bored. We don't actually do that at all. No, because like the Hooded Avenger shows up and then immediately leaves. Al does like some origami and makes a poodle and then that bit's over. And then it's like, what do we do now? Yeah. It's just like, and then what do we do now? I guess I should go eat is the moral of the story because he goes to eat moldy pita bread. Yeah, and I don't know. There's a bunch of bad jokes around that. So yeah, we've just kind of bounced around from those things the exact same way the show does. I don't I don't know how better to describe this show than than the last couple minutes of what we've been saying happens until you get to the next gag. Which is Randy Savage busting into the cave for no apparent reason. This sounds like some made-up garbage. Yes, Randy the Macho Man Savage shows up. What the fuck? Do the voice. Oh, yeah! yeah. I'm here to wrestle, and I'm gonna take you down. And Randy Savage is not a person who uh, probably had a ton of currency at that time, huh? I would think this was post prime Randy Savage. Wouldn't I? I I was never a big wrestling kid. I don't know if you were. I was when I was much younger than um, when this was on. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I had friends that were. I kind of think of Randy Savage as like what early nineties, late eighties, late eighties, very early nineties. Yeah. Yeah. So this is like okay. I guess we're getting him on the show. So. What it's it's he just comes in and wants to wrestle and this is exactly as random as we're making it sound. And Al puts him against the I don't hamster. even know where he comes in from. It's not he busts the through elevator. the wall. He just comes through a wall. Yeah. So I guess there's the place next door to it that's got very thin that's walls. That's got I don't know. wrestlers. Yeah. It has wrestlers. 90s wrestlers. Does he live with the superhero? I don't know. I <sighs> Anyways, he wrestles Harvey. Yeah, he, he the wrestles the hamster. hamster, and you're like, and you don't see the wrestling, and Alice are like going, oh, you're killing him, you, you stop it, stop it, and you think, oh, he, Randy's beating the shit out of that hamster. No, you don't think nope. that, because you know exactly where this joke is going. Oh, I was I was under the impression that you had never seen any television before. <laughs> this is like, this is the worst Telegraph joke I've ever, and it drags, man. Al is going like, oh, you're beating him so bad. It for, it's for a whole ages. bunch of lines, and it ends with um, the hamster defeating Randy Savage. Obviously, yeah. <sighs> the only the my favorite part of this bit actually was was Randy does drop an elbow on. He sure does at the beginning. That was nice to see. Is that what happened to your hamsters? God, I did, hope not. That sounds awful. Did he jump from the turnbuckle onto one of them? It was around the same period, now that I think about right? it. <laughs> it really was. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. Um, Weird Al Weird is still somehow likable throughout this. Your mileage may vary, but... I actually found him pretty likable, sort of, despite the jokes. It, was, yeah. it kind of reminded me of Lone Gunman, in that I liked all the people, even though what they were doing was less than impressive. He doesn't have a single funny bit in this whole thing. No, we're we're coming up on the only one... Well, actually, it's a while away from now, but there is one funny it's bit... it's definitely not sl- now. ...slash sketch that I enjoyed, but it was later. No, it's not now. Oh, yeah, God. so, like, we have a fairy tale sketch uh thing like okay a, a kid comes out of nowhere and he asks weird al to read a story to him bobby the inquisitive child and a joke there is that al you know like the the joke throughout is like al doesn't actually give a shit about anybody which is kind of funny 
but not yeah. really. Your mileage might vary on that, yeah. too. <laughs> it's like, we're uh, kind of used to this persona at this point. Um, and this kid is asking, like, where did I come from? Like, Al doesn't care. Awkward. Al keeps calling him different names. And yeah. You, you actually, now you just sort of feel bad for the kid. Right, because then Al pulls out a a fairy tale book, but it's got like a TV in the page sure. thing, so that then we can watch a cartoon, basically. Yeah, and as I read the title to this, which is the event, the Adventures of Fat Man, I wrote down, "Oh, yes. this will be great. <laughs> <laughs> this will be a real winner here." At some point in this cartoon, there is a vintage 1967 beatles joke which i wrote down <laughs> excellent it's, it's it's very there's two there's two jokes like that because the the cartoon is about a super villain named the eggman and he is uh trying to turn a city into an omelet and then fat man is going to stop him but of course he has a henchman named the walrus and then there's a the the policeman goes, goo-goo-ka-joo. Just like that song from 1967, kids. <laughs> you know, every, every everyone's favorite. And then there's constant egg puns to the point where where Harvey is getting fucking upset at how many egg puns there are. And this is another thing from the time where, like, ed, a lot of ed, quote-unquote edgy humor was, like, just... <laughs> to say a lot of eggy humor ha, 97 was just rife with eggy humor. um was like repeat like this anti-humor thing of just repeating the same kind of joke over and over again even though you don't know you know that it's not funny and and having characters point out that it's not funny but is it's a way still going winking yeah. at the audience and going yeah i know that this is bad isn't that funny so yeah like i don't know who cares what happens in this cartoon Do, does it matter no i uh uh, the only thing that I really noted was that I didn't realize that it was Harvey the hamster in cartoon form till like halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was just some shitty dog. And I was like, oh, oh, I get it. No, he's Harvey and he's a good boy. Yeah. The animation's pretty bad. Some shows seem really long at 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> this sort of feels like, I don't know if you've seen John Wick 3. But this no, sort of feels like that scene there where he's wandering through the desert with no end in sight. It's not okay. just long. It's like, you don't know if this is going to end. You're like, is this just the movie now? Like, is this my life? Is Weird oh, so Al like, just talking forever? It's the ending of Return of the King. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, here we go again. Here's another scene. Uh, we're still doing this, huh? And we're going to have all the dramatic music to indicate that this film is ending. But nope. It's back. Nope, nope, nope. There's another scene. Dude, I saw that in theaters, and we got, like, I can't remember. We, we they, People were getting they, up. The The Eagles rescued them. They got crowned at Minas Tirith. They got home. They, whatever. It, it, shit kept happening. They were leaving on the ships to go west, and, and it finally faded to black for, like, the fifth time. And then it pops back up again, and you see Sam, and this guy about three rows behind me just goes... Fuck! <laughs> Come on! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake! <laughs> Let's talk about something more fun. Like, what's your favorite Lord of the Rings movie? Uh, I think still Fellowship. I I haven't rewatched them in a long time. I rewatched Two Towers fairly recently. Um, Fellowship, I think, has a nice arc to it. 
the other one's kind of eh. I don't love Return of the King. Um, I think Two Towers is my favorite one. Um, it's, Two Towers is good. Especially because I just like living in the world that Peter Jackson Jackson put so much effort into. And he just like, the extended edition of Two Towers is like 96 hours long. <laughs> like I feel like if I rewatch them, I would need to watch the extended versions. I watched the regular one when I rewatched Two Towers and it felt too cramped. Yeah, and for sure. Stuff crammed into it and rushed. And that's a three hour movie. But it, it was just, we were going from scene to scene and I, I couldn't keep up and I was just, it didn't feel right. What you need is, yeah, yeah you need them to function as a hangover movie. Where yeah. it's just like, I can fall asleep, and whoops, they're still going down that fucking river. Alternatively, I just need the old cartoon. I remember that. I watched that when Netflix just started <laughs> again, and I was like, yeah, this holds up. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty good. And Return of the King, you get, like, uh, you get singing and stuff. Now, Fat Man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Fat Man oh, is yeah. fat. That's, that's the joke. That's pretty he good He likes joke. to eat. Loves it. Um, Loves eating. I don't, know. I don't remember. It's a big guy. Fat stuff. It's pretty funny when somebody eats a lot and they become fat, right? That's a hilarious gag that we all laugh about. Isn't it a kind of amazing that <laughs> human society went thousands and thousands of years and people were still thinking that it was hilarious to be like, hey, this guy sure likes to eat and become bigger. It's like a guy getting hit in the nads. What? How did we make it that far? <laughs> We're very tenacious despite ourselves. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, the only joke that actually got a chuckle out of me and no more than a chuckle out of me from this whole animated sequence was that at the very end, Eggman is is defeated and his helicopter crashes into Lake Convenience. I was going to say that, too. But yeah, it's it's a it's a good goof. Fine. In, uh, in theory, it's a little funny, but it really isn't here. I actually wrote, "I want to like that joke, but I don't right. really." <laughs> it's it's like it's, it's like though. calling your element unobtainium in your movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but at least this one's a joke. Yeah. That fucking Avatar is being serious <laughs> about that shit. I watched the core the other day, and they use the same thing there. I and I they use unobtainium. Yeah, they say that their element there is unobtainium too. And that's oh, shit. It's cinematic universe. That's like five years before Avatar, I think. Oh man, James Cameron ripped off the core. The core is a very bad movie. Oh, unlike Avatar, a great film. Avatar is a very bad movie, <laughs> and we're gonna get like eight more of those things. Oh my god, I know. Are they all gonna have Sam Worthington in it? I don't. Think I'm I like, can I'm hoping that. like the one good thing that comes out of this pandemic is like it somehow derails Avatar sequels. Sam Sam Worthington's gonna have to make a third Clash of the Titans movie. You know, seriously, get some other work, man. Just just stop. Do you remember they made a sequel to that? They did, and it was real bad. I saw it. Yeah, I didn't see the sequel. The original was bad enough. Back when, like, Netflix delivered things, I watched a lot of things I probably shouldn't have. But it did have Liam Neeson as Zeus. The remake, there was no purpose to that whatsoever. <laughs> Yeah, that old, the 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 old Clash of the Titans is perfect as it is. Leave it alone. There's a scene in the remake when he picks up the mechanical owl. And he goes, "What the hell is this?" and throws it to the side. And I was just like, "Fuck you, sir!" Wow. Um. Wow. So yeah, Weird Al doesn't give a shit about anyone else, and also possesses severe self-loathing, and that's definitely a mood. Yeah. Uh. We actually are finally coming up on the one good bit in this show, though. 
Yeah, I like this bit too. So Weird Al, we're done with the cartoon, and I guess he shuffles the kid off. I don't know what happens to the kid. He, he dies or something. Off. I don't know. He dies of something. And Al reads a, a fan letter where the kid asks whether or not imaginary friends are okay. Right. And Weird Al says that, yes, imaginary friends are okay. And in fact, he's got an imaginary friend named Gil. Guess who it is? It's Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. Oh, my God. And he is a really fucking young in this. I was just like, whoa, what happened, man? You used to look But he's not plenty good, loud. But, like, <laughs> but yes. Um, so the gag here is is for about two minutes, Weird Al is talking about, uh, oh, let's just listen to what Gil's saying. I wish you could hear him, but only I can. Uh, meanwhile, Gilbert Gottfried is just yelling, I told you a thousand times, I'm not imaginary, I'm real. He's actually a real guy, yeah. It's it's a dumb joke, but Gilbert Gottfried is so good at yelling that he it just, makes it He funny seems so the unhappy time. all the time. and He's yeah. thoroughly unimpressed with Weird Al, too. He's kind of an audience surrogate here. <laughs> uh, so Gil Gottfried is just just yelling and screaming and thrashing about and finally storms out. I, I mean, best of all, he's not making racist jokes about Japan and its tragedies. Yeah, that was... That was unfortunate, Gilbert. So after that, the <clears throat> musical guest arrives. What the fuck are we doing in the musical guest? Eh. Gotta fill out 22 minutes somehow, bud. Uh, the, the musical guest this time is All for One, which is an R&B quartet I know nothing about. I vaguely recall they existed. That's all I got. I don't know what to tell you. They're, they're wearing shirts that they bought from a guy on the street that matched Weird Al's shirts. Yeah, the joke so is like, that's the, the, he's, he's selling the all this stuff. The plot is like, yeah. the plot's sort of creeping over a box like Kilroy before it gets beat down on the head again with some other gag. Now, I had a thought here. Oh. Really? <laughs> yeah. And that thought is a big question. And that question is, is Al weird? Did Did you just mean to say I have a question and you said thought? Yeah. Weird Al's not that weird, to be honest. Like, he really isn't. Why is he weird Al? But you know what? He got his start on Dr. Demento, and I don't think that guy was all that demented. No, he wasn't. Like, by our standards, he's... he's just a guy with a few emotional problems he's fine i think he was he was a guy that heard a song called another one rides the bus and he was just like sounds good throw it on weird hell would be like the most normal person i know today actually that's pretty true he and, and when he does interviews or when you see him on tv he actually seems pretty well adjusted he'd easily be the most well adjusted person i know today sure like the only thing weird about him is that he has like a weird cadence with his voice that's it and it used to be he was weirder because he played accordion and he embraced being nerdy and that sort of thing. But now everybody plays no, accordion. And everyone's so. nerdy. Nerdy doesn't even mean anything. No. In fact, nerdy is like a plus now, which fucking tell me in high school. Yeah, what even is high school now? I don't know. That's actually a really great scene in uh, the 21 Jump Street movie. I can't remember. They show up at the high school and, and Channing Tatum's all trying to act cool with like the backpack over one shoulder. But no, it's like all of the nerdy kids who care about the environments are the cool ones now. I don't know if that's true, but also I just I don't know if like even the same dynamics exist. I don't I, I mean, probably not. Like who even needs it when you can just go on the Internet and like be cool in your own little group? Like who cares? Yeah, you don't need to find weirdos at school. anymore. Like that's all just... we had. 
<laughs> was there like these five people we had nothing in common with in high school that we had to hang out with because that's all we had. <laughs> yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, sorry, guys, but seriously. Yeah, but I didn't actually like you. Well, there's a reason I don't talk to anybody from high school, Colin. <laughs> so, no, he's not that weird. But um, another litmus test for this show. Do you think this is funny? Um, All for One says, someone from All for One, I'm going to treat them as if they are, one, in fact, one <laughs> unit. <laughs> They're like the uh, three-headed giant from Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah. Real music doesn't come from instruments. It comes from right here. And he points at Al's chest. And Al says, My shirt? My shirt? <laughs> and he goes, No, your heart. And have you seen In Bruges, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, there's this part that's my favorite. You want to talk about loud people making racist comments? Right, yeah, there. I love that movie despite everything. <laughs> it's one of my favorite movies. And, but there, it's delightful. and mostly, though, if I have to be honest, the thing that I love the most about that movie is there's a scene on a boat very early on where. Like one of the uh, like one of the protagonists is showing Colin Farrell like all of these um, old impressive things in Bruges, Belgium, and it's like a fairy tale tale. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. Colin Farrell does the perfect like um like British chavy thing where he's like, "You think that's good?" <laughs> and I love it so much. And that's how I feel right here. It's like my shirt, your heart, and I'm like. Do you think that's good? Do you think that's good? Did you write that and you thought, oh, that's a solid joke? Do you think that's good? I mostly got a kick out of how in the spoken word bits, the all for one guys seem very stilted and awkward and not at all ready for this. They were only told about this, I'm sure, moments before. If this was, if if they weren't reading off cue cards, they were handed a piece of paper with their lines literally as they were walking on set. So then we have like a three minute acapella song in a 22 minute show. And it's fine. Yeah, it's actually a pretty good song. So I enjoyed it. Uh, did you, so you didn't look up other musical guests that they had. I on. didn't. Who else was on? Uh, one episode featured John Tesh. Okay. Why? No idea. Cause random. The first episode featured the very first TV appearance of Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, God. And that was before the song One Week came out. We are so lucky we didn't watch that episode because I would be so angry. I put that musical performance on YouTube just to watch it. They played a song I've never heard before. I grew up in Michigan and, like, I had to hear that shit from Canada, like, two years before the rest <laughs> of you did. And I, it was too much. Oh, he, he said I, it was in a boat or something like that. Like, thanks for having us oats or something. And, ooh, a chill went up my nope, spine. Nope, not doing it. Uh, but, yes, I think probably most famously, good friends of Weird Al to the present day. And right after their smash hit, Hanson came on the <gasps> Weird Al show. Did they perform Umbop? They did not. Oh. They performed a different song. Why, if you're Hanson, would you ever not perform This was Umbop? 97, so, like... Yep. That's yep. what. <sighs> yep, that was the song to play. You know what? This Weird Al appearance is our is our chance to expand our audience. Is what they thought. <laughs> yeah, you know we're not just a one hit wonder, but how wrong they were. I bet they're like. The thing is, I bet like they grew up and they're doing like just fine now. Oh, I'm sure they are. They're probably I great they now. Are. 
They're they're certainly rich. Like we we all expect these child stars to just be a mess. I bet they're not. I hope they're not. I wish them well. I'm a well wisher. Yeah, I'm a well wisher. Yeah. So following all for one. Then they're watching. Al watches some commercials on a TV that the superhero guy brings him. Yeah, so again, this whole episode is supposed to be about how do you well, entertain yourself with your imagination? And then we do none of that. And then his friend comes over and goes, hey, I brought a TV over so that we can watch TV. Um, And here's an embarrassing moment for me. Yeah. So I was watching these commercials on the TV and I was like, holy shit, is that Tina Fey? It was not Tina Fey. It was not Tina Fey. It was no. Martha Quinn, <laughs> who looks nothing like <laughs> Tina Fey. But you're you're yearning for there to be something in this to grab onto. It's like a mirage in the desert. Like my brain created Tina Fey. <laughs> it's like, nope, that's that's Martha Quinn, buddy. Sorry. Don't try again. <laughs> that's that's ancient MTV star Martha Quinn. <laughs> she was probably like thirty five here. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah, she's our age and uh and we're just gonna call her ancient well ancient by our standards now that mtv was ancient that's fair. i don't know it's not whatever what the fuck are you even talking about i don't know at one point al says i don't know whether this show was a success and i simply have written it was not <laughs> it was not <laughs> weird al watching the tv sees uh it's like a cop's show and he sees some police people busting up um a van that's filled with his stolen stuff. So he goes outside and the joke is that they're all calling his stuff junk. Well, who would even want this stuff is the joke. And who Al, would want this garbage? Al's self-loathing skyrockets. Yep. It's very sad. That was the joke. Um, do you think Al would empathize with us living in his cave knowing what we're doing today? I like kind of, but kind of not. He'd he never one of leaves those people it, that works from home and then goes, "Oh well, I've been doing this forever, so I'm better than you." Do you think that's oh, where wait, he'd that's go with you. it? You think he'd think he was better than us? No, I think he would know it. Oh, I don't really think that Weird Al is better than me. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, fine. Not better, just richer, more successful, more handsome. That's right. I went there. Wow. Damn. Yep. yep. We are not friends anymore. <laughs> wow. Because I don't think you're as handsome as, as Weird Al. Al. Yes. That was, yes. That was the straw that broke it the It sure back. is. I need every friend I have to think I'm at least as handsome as Weird Al. <laughs> Preferably scale, more so. On a scale of 1 to 10, what do your friends have to rate you? Oh, boy. Um... I've got to say at least like, you know, like a seven. Wow. Yeah. Right. Wow. I, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> wow. I mean, I, it's good to find this out now. Jeez. Live on the air. Yeah. Here's the conclusion of the show is that it's important to try. I think. Did Al actually try? No. Did anyone learn anything from this? No one learned anything. And certainly not the hamster. No, the hamster didn't. I didn't. The kids didn't. Al didn't. It was a waste of everyone's time. Do you think the hamster was ever in any any other, you know, famous properties? Do you think he was like in a Matrix movie or something? 
No. Oh. So Sorry. you think he probably just died that year? I and think that was he it. died. <laughs> I think they gave him to a young, a strapping young seven named David Wagner. Oh, who shit. He to kill it. I did not have a hamster at that age, let me tell you. <laughs> I, I learned my lesson. <laughs> Poor Michael, Michelangelo and Raphael had had their day. <laughs> Man, those are the two that we would have picked when we were kids, too. Who wants to be fucking Leonardo? Um, no, it's actually more embarrassing than that. There was Raphael. There was Raphael, yeah. and then there was Raphael too. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> well, he was. I I had one Ninja Turtles action figure, and it was Raphael. Oh sure, because yeah, he's like the the acid tongue sarcastic one. Yeah, man, that guy is cool. He doesn't take shit from no one. Doesn't care if if nobody likes him. Leonardo, loser. Donatello, nerd. Leonardo's a tryhard. Like, nobody wants that guy. Yeah, that guy sucks. Michelangelo was kind of cool because he had pizza, but orange, eh. He's also boring, though. Yeah. And too physical. Like, you know, too, too much surfing going on. That's right. I don't. I don't want any physical activity. I don't want. I don't want someone making me feel bad. And, yeah. And action figures. Right. And how does the Weird Al show end? It's thirteen episode run. Well, I'll tell you. It ends with uh, his by then fourteen year old Dire Straits parody <laughs> video for no reason. It, it, there's. It, <laughs> It doesn't connect with anything in the show. And it's I checked, it's not it's not the outro to every episode. Nope. It, that. Have you listened have you listened to that Dire Straits song in a in a while? Uh I mean not in a while. I'm sure I've heard it on the radio at a supermarket or a brewery or something. Some pretty unfortunate bits in that song, right? Some some uh, bad maybe. lines. Bad lines. Do you want to repeat them for the uh, I don't. audience at home? I do not. <laughs> it just kind of stops a room dead. Kind of like in um, Bill and Ted 2 when a similar thing is said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I... Oh, yeah, you're right. That that does show up in that song, yep. doesn't it? Ooh. Yeah, so the Weird Al show, which was not capable of amusing us for the 50 minutes that we talked about it here. Like, if you're thinking, I like UHF, I like Weird Al, I'm going to enjoy this, you won't. You just won't. There's nothing good about this. So if you want to get a hold of us. <laughs> <laughs> Neither of us recommend this show. Yeah, no, I'm not recommending this show, and I really wanted to. I was kind of holding this one back as like a, a I know I'll enjoy this show because I like Weird it's Al, like the and one, it turns out... the one face mask that you have like at a first aid kit that you keep under your um, under your sink. You're like, you know, just in case I have to yeah, go out yeah, in yeah. public and everything's screwed up, I want to have this thing available. Well, that face mask has a big fucking hole in it. That's what this felt like. It was it was in reserve. I pulled it out and I I was so excited and uh, it took about 30 seconds before I thought, "Oh no." Yeah, it the sheer amount of dead space in this show would put a podcaster to shame. Yeah, and the sheer amount of dead space in the Weird Al show wouldn't do uh, much bad either. It didn't exactly stick the landing there. No. Yeah. Apologize. Yeah, I'm good. Okay. Um, I I I am curious to see what this would have looked like if it hadn't had producers meddling, and if Weird Al was allowed to just kind of make a funky, weird kids show without needing to 
do morals and sort of uh, you've got UHF follow for along that. with what censors need. But that's a movie, you know. I'm, I'm kind of I'm curious to see what he would have done with this without limitations. But he had limitations, and he didn't come up with something that worked. Like what he would do if he made his own kids show is have Michael Richards like yelling at kids. I mean, we see that in UHF. That's it. Ooh, Michael Richards. There's another oh, guy. Who's geez, is there anything? Things. Is there anything that is not spoiled <laughs> from this era? <laughs> oh boy, no, no, there's not. If there's anything that you want to get a hold of us for, sure, you should go to my mother podcast on Twitter because that's, that's where the one. all the action is. Am I right? It, you're right. If you want to email us, you can also do that. That's my mother the podcast at gmail.com. Right. The the is what differentiates the two. Yes, you can blame Twitter's character limit on usernames for that. Twitter, do you do anything right? Those sons of bitches, no. And there's also a Facebook page that doesn't get updated. And hey, there's a joke there, whatever. I don't know. I don't care. So if you want to leave a review for us on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever else you're getting the show, that'd be great. If you need uh, want to leave a comment, you can tell us uh, something random. Yeah, I don't know. T- tell me your favorite Michael Richards movie. <laughs> Michael Richards movies? Jesus. There's got to be some. List. I don't know what they are, but there's got to be some. Not lately. Oh, God, I just thought about his appearance on, um, was that Jay Leno that he was on or Letterman? Uh, I apologize. I oh, God, know. it was so bad. Yeah. Well, take it easy, everyone. <laughs>